Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Expanse Season 2 Episode 13, it is the season finale, it's called Caliban's War, full spoilers for the episode as always. Uh, well, first of all, this is the title of this episode is the title, I believe, of the second book. Just uh, yeah. throwing that out there. Uh, but, God, where to start? Uh, <laughs> this, this this felt like a season final. Yeah, this had a lot of big stuff in it, and everything felt big. I, I don't think I have had a grin across my face quite like the moment when Cotillard said to Draper, your power armour is in the shuttle. <laughs> I know, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you just you just know where this is going." <laughs> go, go, get it, Draper. Come, come back like a Terminator and take out these assholes left and right. So oh. satisfying. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that one first. I think that's probably the simplest and quickest plotline. It was mm-hmm. Draper was sneaking around the ship. She got an event and she was sneaking around. Uh, had that funny exchange with a couple of the, where she beat them up and she was annoyed that the gun wouldn't work for her. Obviously, it was like yeah. uh, you know DNA synced or. Whatever. Yeah, genetic lock or whatever. Yeah, and uh, she has that funny moment with the electrician, and she like she talks him out of it. She's like, "Do you believe in the cause, the man you're you're sacrificing <laughs> yourself for?" Because she's already <laughs> she, she's also had her entire what she thought she would sacrifice herself for completely. I like that though she does her. that, and his answer isn't yes or no. It's just I'm an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an electrician. I'm not a soldier. Don't kill me, please. <laughs> Uh, nah, that was good. Uh, and that's that was funny. And even like Avasarala and Kotiar sitting there yeah. were mostly actually really funny. It was kind of they're in this situation where it's, it's you know they might die. Kotiar could die. We even speculated last episode he might be the one to go. And he's sitting there bleeding out. And most of it was really funny. Like almost everything they were saying to each other was cracking me up, uh, one way or the yeah. other. Until it got to that moment where you think the guys trying to make a deal with Cutter was like, so, you know, just hand her over. She's the only one we really care about. We'll let you go. I mean, you're mm. fine. And it feels like he's maybe going down that path. Although I was kind of speculating the entire time, maybe he was just trying to draw the conversation out. Yeah, that's what I figured too. To buy Draper time, but it actually led to a little bit of a interesting character stuff where Vassarel even wants to like save him by getting out because. He's like, yeah, like I owe your son. Like your son is dead because I didn't do my job. Yeah. I owe him, and I'm I'm repaying him by keeping you safe. Because that, that's kind of the final moment where you realise he's not actually taking this offer seriously. Because it seems like he is up until that point. Yeah. Uh, and then he says that, and it's like, oh, and she she's like almost moved enough by it that she that she gets up. Uh, other funny line that I really like from them is when uh, Draper points out the vent. Oh, we can get through there. And Avastra says that won't work, and she's like, "Oh, of course." It's like not because I'm old, because <laughs> he's wounded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Yeah," and then and then he looks, and goes, "But she is old too." Yeah, she's pretty that damn old. So uh, it was a really fun plot. I mean, obviously the the ending was her was Draper coming back in with the power armor and uh, punching them all out. I love that it played over the, this this version of the the opening credits music. Yeah, yeah, that was playing over the whole end. In fact, I was kind of humming it as I was uh, cut yeah, sitting yeah. down to record. It that. was it was a it was a really great version of it though. Yeah, yeah, because it was obviously the more emotional. Like we're having this big ending yeah. montage of all the plots. Because obviously Naomi's talking over all this going on as well. Because her her scenes playing over it. Uh, but no, nah. if I have any complaints, I do. I do kind of wish there was just a little bit more of her walking down like the hallway, taking out guys left and right. I, I, I wanted to full on Terminator. Yeah, no, I agree. You just uh, want another, just another thirty seconds of her just taking out dudes. Yeah, 
like before she got to that room, like just a scene that wasn't in slow motion. Just a scene where she was quickly just thumping them all, just dispatching them with like just the brutal yeah. efficiency that like, we know she has. Like play play that scene as it is. Like don't change that scene at the end, but just give us a but scene. Just add a little that. bit extra. Yeah. yeah, a scene before that where it's not in slow motion, where she's just taking out guys left and right. But it's a minor minor nitpick. Uh, but no, so that's super cool. Uh, Venus. Yeah. And the Avagast, and let's talk about that. That uh, so they're going down, and then the Martian ship also goes down, and they're like, oh, the Martian ship is not I, there I, anymore. I love their banter before they go down. Yeah, it's like, like, hey, this this is the bit where you tell me to go yeah. down. It's like, yeah, but this is when you tell me the Martians don't let us. Because every time we've seen them, they've been arguing. It's almost like they've bonded over the time. Yeah. Like they've become friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so obviously the, we see the proto molecule little like blue speck start to float in the ship as after the ship stops dead, like the proto molecule stopped them mid air. Yeah. And th- then we go away, and it's during the ending montage where we come back to it, and we're just here yeah, shot shot of the ship that this you know the little ship that they have this little circular ship, and then it just explodes. <laughs> not but not explodes. You know what? I- not a classic explosion. No, there's no flames. There's no fireball. There's nothing. None of that. It explodes. Think, think of how Xavier would blow up something with his mind, where he just makes it go into all these little parts. He separates that's it all. I, that, that's why I like it. It's dismantled. It's yeah. not exploded because you can see all the parts. Still. Oh sure. None of the parts individually are oh, damaged. Sure, but I think explode's still a good word to use because the way it kind of it all separates visual, out the way. Yeah. yeah, visually, it's still yeah. a kind of an explosion of parts. It's kind of like. Uh, yeah. Like if you if you're opening like a packet of, of something like, you know, crisps chips, and you like slam it, and then you'd say they explode out the bag, but it's not, yeah. not an explosion. But it's just the way that everything comes apart. Yeah, uh, it's 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 really great. Yeah, uh, but then you see like you're like what about the people inside? And then the camera gets in, and we see them floating, and it's just the bewilderment on their face, and even the smiles. They're, they're looking down and, and seeing like, it properly. This is, and you know, technically, they should be dead. Like Venus is not a, not a pleasant yeah. environment for living things. But the, you know, obviously, proto molecules do. And even in the mention at one point, the crater was moving. So that's not that's not gloss over the, the crater, crater was, moving. was moving. That's yes. so cool. Oh god, they're teasing so much big stuff. Uh, but of course, the main bulk of the episode was the the Rassi. It was the crew and the Rassi. I don't think I've ever been reminded more of Mass Effect when uh, Amos and Holden uh, go in with their guns and full gear and this proto-sapien, who's credited, by the way, I'm noticing in the credits, they're calling them the hybrid, which, okay, it works. Do we have have to go with it? All right, proto-sapien, fine. Uh, And, which, by the way, as much as I laughed at the the other stuff with the Vassarel and that, the biggest laugh I... Actually, no, second biggest. The the biggest laugh's later on. I'll get to that later. But the, one of the biggest laughs I had early on was uh, Naomi's reaction to seeing it on the camera. <laughs> she just drops that f bomb and she's like, "What the f- is that?" And just yeah, it really, really made me laugh. See, you you say it reminded you of Mass Effect, which I can see, but with all the the first person HUD stuff, it probably reminded me of Doom. When it went, when it went first person, sure, uh, but I think because the thing looks like a husk from Mass Effect, combined does, with the, yeah. combined with the fact that the suits are very Mass Effecty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, I was just, I was, I was giving me that vibe. Uh, but no, so this thing's like in there, and it's it's in the the cargo hold, trying to get down to the the fuel to you know the, the the core to feed off of it, as we've seen it do. We've seen that's the sort of thing that it does. Yeah. Uh, and it, we get into this really similar situation as we were with Miller actually earlier in the season, where Holden gets trapped, 
Uh, the the yeah. Proto Sapien throws a container at him and it magnetizes around him, like the, the legs sort of stick to the wall and the, the ground. Yeah. And he's trapped, he can't get out. And he's in there and he's suit the whole episode. And we're like, I don't necessarily think we're going to lose Holden, but it plays very much like that, where we might have to lose him. The only way we might be able to beat this is to blow out that compartment, and that would obviously kill Holden. Do we have other options, other plans? And they're looking for them throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's interesting, because even if you don't believe that they will do it, it's interesting to see how the characters react to the scenario. Yeah. Uh, and So a couple of things I really liked about this whole plot, because obviously the ultimate plan is that uh, Prax sort of has an idea. Let's give it an alternate source that it'll chase after, yeah. we lure it out. And they do that with the, the core of a nu- nuclear bomb, and uh, he hesitates to throw it, which is a nice suspenseful moment, but the, the proto-sapiens coming at them outside the ship. It's all, by the way, that crawling outside the ship, as the ship, ship was spinning, that was oh, really fantastic. cool. That was fantastic stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that's how they get them. And it, oh man, the ultimate 2001 A Space Odyssey uh, homage uh, as the thrusters burning the, the, the yeah. proto-sapien, and it's sort of in that baby fetal position. Fetal position, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's, it was very intentional. Even yeah, the fact that the, 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 the flame was even mostly blue as well, which gave it, it that. And it, it, it lights in slower as well. It doesn't yeah. just all come on at once. Oh, yeah, it's in slow motion as well. So you really get the sense of uh, like that that image from 2001. So it's very clear parallels that it's drawing with that. Which yeah. I think is really interesting given that most people think that movie's about uh, advancing to the next stage of evolution and kind of thing you know as the probe yeah. molecule the monolith as it were for this story uh, it could yeah it's it's yeah. a good way of looking at it and therefore this hybrid is the next stage of is evolution. that the next stage yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know but here we are <laughs> but, they, but that's like you say there's no way that wasn't intentional they want you to oh god yeah be aware of this link and you know have this potential idea in your head at least maybe it's a you know a fake out but they want us to think that yeah, maybe they'll go in a different direction, but it doesn't mean it's not relevant. It doesn't mean that those ideas, those yeah. thoughts, the, the idea of... I mean, even the, the name of the show, The Expanse, it's about expanding beyond what we already are. I mean, sure, yeah. literally it's about location, but it's also about every other way of expansion. Everything's expanding. Yeah, absolutely. Technology, designs, blah, 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 everything. Uh, just the way we treat each other. Except arguably not, because as Nomi points out in her speech at the end, we've always been at war. We've always, you know, technology changes, all these other things changes. Uh, and that's a big point. So, a lot of things I like about this plot. One, it solidifies Prax as a valued member of the team because he's the one that has yep. the idea. He 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 thinks of it through his knowledge of botany. In fact, another funny line I really liked is when Amos is like, oh, "Are you sure that's the right thing?" He's like, "No, I'm a botanist." <laughs> he's like, but "You're a doctor." Yeah, it was like uh, when he was suiting up to go out with a bombing us, and I thought the weirdest thing I do today was patch up a bullet hole. Yeah. Uh, but no, because it makes at the end of the ship when they're all thanking him and uh, holding thanks. And he feels all right. He's a proper part of the crew now. He's not going to feel like he's a prisoner in his cell. He's yeah, he's he's part of the team. He's part of the team, and I think that's cool. Uh, so I like that, and I like that it's his unique skill set that came with the, the up with the plan as well. So he's yeah. We we know he's got a unique skill set that other ones have, and that can help in various reasons. He can maybe analyze the proto molecule in a way that none of them can. He can understand it in a better way. He he has a, a solid purpose on the team. Yeah, uh, you know all of them do, but up till now it was like right, what what is his purpose? But you know this has made it very clear. Yeah, so I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, the other stuff I like obviously is the more clear cut like sort of stuff that it sets up at the end with, with Naomi and Holden 
and we find out she already because you know what she's going to admit to a point because this is what I liked about this reveal at the end when she's like alright we said no more secrets I've been keeping one and we know what it is and we know, right, they've just made up, she was happy at the start of the episode, and they're, they're all happy they've, they've got, her, got them saved. And we got, we got the speeches where he tried to talk to her, he's like, look, this may be the end, I've been on this other side of this conversation, if we've got a few minutes, we're doing this conversation. Even Amos has a really good touch, and kind of funny, because he says a couple of really, like, cold things without thinking, as Amos does. A couple of Amosy things, yeah. yeah. But, again, it's a really touching moment where he's, he's almost, like, if this is goodbye, I want you to know so-and-so you know there was almost uh one thing i was a little bit sad we didn't get um so holden's very clear with amos it's like you you blow this if we, mm. if it get, comes to that but naomi tells amos you you don't do it until i say and uh, i, I would have liked to see which one his look because he has this loyalty with naomi mm. but holden's the captain and i would have almost liked to see that in a debate that he'd have had to go through as to which one he follows through with if i was to guess i would say Okay, this specific example's been dropped, but I don't think that's something we're not going to explore later. No, no, I agree. Yeah, I, but I, it, it would almost would have been nice to see it. I feel like that's maybe setting up an idea, a conflict for him for down the line, and depending on who Holden reacts to Naomi's news at the end, because we don't get—I mean, that's the end of the episode—is this montage yeah. and it's we fade out on this. Well, there's actually one little scene after that, but that's as far as this these characters are concerned. That's how, what we end on on the episode is the camera fading away but yeah so like we said we know that Naomi has hid this protomolecule sample we've known that all season we knew it had to come up at some point and but there was more information we didn't know we didn't know that she'd already told Fred Johnson about it which by the way we saw Fred Johnson we haven't seen him in like six seven episodes that was nice I know and and that's what we've praised this before where if something's not relevant we don't need to spend time with it 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 trusts us to just know hey fred johnson's still around he's still doing something he's not just gone it's really funny when you think about how long it's been since we've been on a space station with all these like characters that would like the opa all that stuff like we've not seen them in ages at this point no but you see our logic it's you know the whole mutually assured destruction there's we have three sides in this war two of them now have this weapon and well, I think that's what's interesting, actually, because this is probably the first time that the belt is on equal footing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, because typically it was always Mars and Earth, and the belt was always hung out to dry because it was this weird thing in the middle that they were fighting over, whatever, but it was always seen as this third entity, which which didn't have the right to have its own army, that kind of thing. But Naomi has actually just put them on equal footing. Yeah. Which is... I think that, that changes everything. Obviously, we've seen them... Uh, actually coming together with a political force to you know actually give them some legitimacy but, but this this puts them on the same level in terms of but what's weapons. interesting about it though and what think what i think is really interesting about it, she didn't give it to uh, jared harris no she didn't give it to him she gave it to fred and we knew we knew fred that was on, like kind of on his last legs like his time was running out because of the the all the incidents with the un and because he's at the opa we're kind of severing ties with him it felt like he was kind of on his way out but all of a sudden, he just became the most important person. And, he holds all the power. Yeah. yeah, and the OPA might reconsider how they feel about Fred Johnson, and this might be a, a, a different thing. Uh, and honestly, just just from a character perspective, I feel more comfortable with Fred Johnson making those decisions because I think he's he's proven himself to understand the weight of the decisions. I think that's why Naomi went to him. It's yeah. like, yeah, he's he's willing to do what he has to, but he's always very measured and considerate of what his move is. He thinks of the consequences. We've seen that time and time again. Yeah, he doesn't feel like an extremist. He feels like someone unsanctioned, maybe, but he is still thinking with the mind of a of a strategist, of a someone yeah. of, 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 
if someone who is in the command position, but even if it's not like a a official command position. Yeah, he's, he's he's still a tactician. He'll still think about the options and weigh up what he genuinely believes is best. Even even if that is quite an extreme move, it'll be a considered move rather than just uh, some rash thing that what that Jared Harris perhaps would just you know right we'll just do this and and yeah. cement a position. Which, uh, Fred's will be much more thought out. Yeah, it's it's kind of the difference between what's the, what at what point is this not a political party or a political entity, and when does it start being like a, just like a a terrorist cell? Like, what is that the difference between them? And Fred feels like he's more in the line of this makes it feel more like an actual group, an entity that should be treated like a yeah of a of a as a it, poli- it makes it more legitimate. Yeah, not a political group, but a, a you know a nation almost, if you will. It's not a nation, but yeah. in space, it's. That kind of thing. So, I think that's interesting. I think it puts us in a really interesting footing for the next season. I am shocked and appalled that I now need to wait a year or close to for more episodes. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that the the war that the book is named after is referring to the fact that we now have three entities all with this weapon. You have to assume so. Because I also assume that we're only halfway through the second book, if, if even that. Yeah, hello. So we took what a season and a half on just the first book. Yeah. So I am. I imagine we're maybe at most halfway through the second book. But I'm sure someone can tell us in the comments. Yes. Uh, but no, I am. I, I am really interested. It's funny because it's a very different ending to uh, season one ending. I feel like. Yeah, season one was this big, massive thing that you know opened everything up, whereas mm. this. It does the opposite, where it drives, it brings it back in. It's like, right, you know where all the players are. Now let's set up what they can do. This, this is what this does. It just changes what we already know of, you know, the, the pre-existing nature of things instead of adding something entirely new. It definitely, it's funny, actually. I think in hindsight, when we watch like, the whole show, whenever it's done, however many seasons that ends up being, I think season two will very much feel like this weird transitional Because it feels like getting into season three now, we have this clear, like, this is what the status quo is. This is all the all the players, are, and that's not to say that the season's felt like it's been filler, right? Like, cause it's not. But it's just in the no, way it's, that it's, the, it's set up the next season. It feels like a lot it's, of it's, it's been very much been up. a season of growth, hasn't it? Because yeah. the first season, like you said, it had a clear goal for the entire season. Yes, like it was. It was singularly focused on one thing. It was finding Julie. What is the proto molecule? That's what the season was about. Exactly. This season. It's it's been a little bit different. It's kind of it's set up right. Okay, so this is the pro molecule. This is some of the stuff that it's like. Uh, it's kind of given us some of the Martian stuff. Kind of introduced to Draper and gone right. Okay, so this is that stuff. Uh, we've had Fred Johnson kind of grow, but then kind of disappear, and the OPA kind of begin to legitimize themselves, but not fully get there. There's been a lot of things where it's showing us various things, but there's no been not been any singular overarching thing that defines the season i don't think no i mean the closest has been the this you know hybrid pro sapien but that even that didn't come into it until like episode seven or eight you know, like that was a little yeah. bit later on uh so it definitely feels i, I guess less focused in the sense that it has been kind of split in that sense because it, it but it kind of makes sense because it was the end of the first book and then they started exactly the next book. So, it, it feels like it's it's had focus episode to episode and that's what's oh, important. of course oh, absolutely. Where, like, like we've we've always spoke about how there's there's always a thematic link between all the plots uh, it's always focused on one idea. If something's not needed in this episode, we won't see it. Yeah, which 
it's almost because if we are halfway through book two, is season three the rest of book two? Because that means we end nicely at the end of a yeah, end, that's end of a true. book. Uh, and maybe we won't. Maybe they'll do something different. Maybe they'll have other ideas. But it's just, no. I I was really I thought this this finale was very very action packed. A lot of you know the ticking time bomb kind of effect where you've like our holding's only got so long. The ship's only got so long before this thing gets through. Uh, but it's set up this new status quo, which I think is very interesting. And like, is Holden going to have a grudge with Naomi, or is he going to accept what's happened? And okay, this is well, yeah, where we that's are. Kind of her, her whole speech is: we need to accept that this is just something that's there now. We can't put it back in the box. Yeah. And it, it's just how well does he respond to that? And at this point, she's right because Earth and Mars both have it to an extent. Exactly, and, and everyone knows about it. There's no hiding it anymore. There's no just oh let's just destroy it and you know forget about it that that can't happen anymore. Yeah, I have no idea where it's going next season, which is great. No, I like that either. feeling. I really like that. Uh, I think as a season finale, I felt more satisfied with this one than I did with the previous one because the last which one was such yeah. a, an explosive episode that set up so much and left me wanting so much more. Whereas this felt like no, I I get what this is and which it, is it funny because things back in because I think the first season finale was bigger. It felt like a bigger budget, big event. Whereas this one, I don't think it felt like it was as much of a big event. But from a, a thematic level, it felt like it set up more stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like season one... Sure, I had questions at the end of season one. But I feel like this left me with a lot more things to ponder and a lot more things to think about where's this going. Whereas season one, you know, we got the protomolecular arm coming down and grabbing the guy and it was like, oh, So yeah, it's all right, okay, so we're going with that. You know, we get the... Next yeah. time, next season, we're exploring that, but and that but, was kind of the main thing. But the thing is, though, is that that ending almost undersells how interesting it is because the end of that's almost like, oh, it's like a monster. Then it's not; it's more than that. It's way more than that. But that's kind of yeah. it goes for that kind of ending where, oh, it feels monstrous. Whereas this, seeing what it did to that ship on Venus, it's like, oh, no, this is there's way more. And obviously, before that, obviously we had it moving Eros and we had it doing all sorts of things. But just to compare the finales, it. You know, it took apart that ship, and it had the people floating there, and it. This is yeah, way and, more interesting. And that's, than that's just on the the protomolecule level. Then you have all the stuff with, like, you know, Fred Johnson. Like, that's a whole thing in itself. That where where that leaves us. That's really interesting. Yeah, and then, then we have Draper with a, with a Vassarala, and a Vassarala has now survived this thing where Aaron Wright wanted her to be dead, and now when she shows up in public, what happens in the UN? Uh, yeah, how's he going to play this? Yeah, and it again, it almost makes a Vassarala and Draper feel like they're almost kind of like the Rassi now, in that they are not like sure a Vassarala is still technically part of the UN; she's part of Earth, but it almost feels like her government might not be on her side. Uh, yeah, she's, when push she's comes kind to of shove. playing outside the boundaries a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. She does what she has to. Uh, but you know, it really, I I think them going through their thing with Draper and Draper might feel more more uh, like devoted to Vassarala like maybe she'll find a new cause a yeah new... It, it was something that I actually noticed in the previously on I don't think I mentioned it last week uh, you know when they all come in and uh, with the guns at the end she, uh, she's yeah, yeah, I know she, she, yeah. she gets in front of a Vassarala and pulls her behind her yeah I know and it's that. even then before they've gone through this she protects her but then by the end of this it's it's like a whole next level yeah so I'm looking for. I think Draper's been a great character. I think she's been a good, good new addition. I think Prax as well. I think both these two new characters. I'd say they're the two main ones that we've had this season. 
Yeah. And I think both of them have been really, really strong uh, for different reasons. Yeah, and, and they've both grown in different ways and shown us why they deserve their place in the show, In you know, for very different roles. Yeah, I think I think Prax was stronger out the gate. His, like, first episode gave me a really good story and it made me really care about him right away. Whereas Draper was more of a slow build, but certainly by the time we, yeah, we, by the, got... by the time we got to her in the UN, it was like, all right, we're doing great stuff with her now. Yeah, but uh, the the stuff before feels still very important because it gave us this baseline of who she was before oh, yeah. all this went sure. down. Sure, I'm not saying that was weak. I'm just saying it didn't give me enough yet. Like it wasn't until it, it, it wasn't until it all built together that I was like, okay, right, I'm getting yeah, who yeah. she is now, and I'm I'm, I'm really feeling something about her. Uh, whereas Praxi did that in one episode because they gave us that whole thing with with his friend and she get killed and. Yeah, that awful. But obviously, the, obviously, with that being so much later in the season to when we first introduced Draper, they had to do that to kind of catch up almost. It makes sense, but it also makes sense they didn't do it until we got to the Ganymede stuff. Like, because I mean, they could have had him like having scenes on Ganymede when stuff was normal with his daughter. But, but like, as as much like we've you know said constantly, this show if it's not relevant doesn't show us. So until it's relevant, we don't need to see it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need to see that. Yeah, no, that's that's season two. Of the expanse, uh, when season great. when season three? <laughs> ah, yeah, I, I, can, I can do it next week, please. <laughs> yes, I really could. I could just let's just go straight on. Let's not bother with a gap, please. Mm. Let's just, just yeah. I kind of wish I wasn't banned from reading the books. <laughs> Don't make it sound like I'm being that forceful. I just it would ruin the discussion if you'd read the books. I know, I, I know. We have fun well, talking maybe you about it. Oh, come on, I, I've read like I started reading <laughs> it like a month ago uh, and I read like a chapter like the first that, day that, I is, that is a beast of a tome to be fair yeah I've still only read that chapter okay <laughs> maybe that won't happen then. yeah I, I don't I don't I don't got the time right <laughs> I, don't, I watch too many TV I watch too much of the movies read too much of the comics I just I don't have the time <laughs> that is fair we do, do we do too much stuff uh, we do but I like doing most of it though it's the occasional That's Iron true, Fist cause... ruins my day. Yeah, but then we get this, so it all balances out. Yeah, oh, the occasional arrow. <laughs> it's been nice yeah. a few weeks of not having that, hasn't it? Just before we go, actually, I, I alluded that it was a funny moment that uh, was my favourite funny moment of the episode. Ah, uh, yes, you did. And I, I need to, I need to mention this. Uh, so, so it's when Holden's got his leg brace on after after the fact, and uh, Alex slaps his leg, right? And it hurts. He's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, that probably hurt really bad." And then Amos, like, you know, he smacks him in the back of the head. He's like, oh, I'm really glad I didn't have to kill you. And, and Holden's like, yeah, me too. And then Amos, as he's walking away, without even reacting after he does it, just slaps him in the leg again yeah, and yeah. just walks off. And I burst out laughing. It made yeah. me laugh so good. I love the idea. It's like, I don't know if he, he did that just because he doesn't even realize or if he did it intentionally as like, <laughs> I'm going to screw with you. I thought it was intentional because I feel like if he yeah. didn't mean to, he'd at least, he may not say sorry, but he'd pause and go, oh. And it would at least acknowledge uh, that he made a mistake. Do you want to talk about Amos quickly? Um, I really like the scene he had with Naomi where, you know, she apologizes for, mm. you know, drugging him. And he, he starts apologizing. And, and he talks about how he's been trying to make choices of his own. And, again, it's coming back to what, what I was saying earlier about who does he choose ultimately. But it's, it's really nice to see him kind of forging away and forging his own identity. Yeah, he's trying to. At least trying to, he's, he's trying to become his own man rather than just uh, a, a dog for, for Naomi like he was for quite a yeah. while. And as she says, no one gets it right all the time. Yeah. Which is, is poignant given that, you know, 
maybe maybe she was wrong with the proto molecule. We just don't know yet. Um, maybe, yeah. What will, will, will she regret later on? Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's season two of The Expanse. Uh, let us know what you thought of the episode and the season as a whole in the comments yeah. below. Uh, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. Uh, individual Twitters on the screen for our general everyday ramblings. Thank you very much for watching. Have you got any vanilla?